yo, what's up, man? Yo, what's up, dude? What's good, fam? I ain't seen you. Hey, you ain't seen you in a while. Oh, yo, Kevin, I ain't seen you in a while. Yo, it's crazy. Oh. This club, everybody here's at the club today. Yeah, what's what's good, Dcash? Just just here yo, hanging just out, chilling. You know, just chilling. What's up? What's up, nigga? You know, we just chilling. We just getting it. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, I taking a little break. You know, finals and, and school's really getting to me. You know, but I, yeah, you know, I just wanted yeah, to come I, and relax know. and hang out. You know. Yeah, I ain't trying to talk about that school mess, you know. I'm trying, you know, this is for the people out here, you know. This is for the oh, culture. Yeah, I'm yeah, showing for sure. out here for the culture, bro. Oh, yeah. I just, I'm just going to get up real quick, go to the bathroom, you know what I mean? But, you know, good to see you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to see you, too, man. Oh, what you wearing? New balances? You crazy. Get out of here, man. What you wearing them new balances for? You got to take them take them out the club, man. <laughs> you crazy. What was that? What? Oh, I was... I was just messing with you, man. I was just getting on your new balances, you know, whatever. You just wearing them whack ass shoes at the club. What you what you doing? You running laps or you at the club? Boy, if you don't get out of here with your twelve going on thirty-five ass in the face. Oh, oh damn. Alright, man. It's just you know, it's just jokes, man. We just we just fucking around, man. You all didn't get cast in smart guy looking ass. Wow, it's just I mean I didn't know you went out I you know I went out for that audition. That's crazy. Like it's just it's just hurtful. I don't know. It's just, I, I didn't mean it. I was just joking, man. It's just a joke. Yeah, you better get the fuck out of here, you old Corey Maxson and Fences looking ass boy. I don't even. What? What is, what is that? What it's is, a play. Look it up. Damn. Okay, shit. Just take your ass to the bathroom. Yeah, you better, you better be lucky that I got to pee. I'd be roasting your ass all night. Oh, all right, damn. Hey, hey, Noel, come over here real quick. I'm gonna kill that nigga. Over some shoes? Hey, get the gun! You can't save us. We don't wanna be saved. You can't save us. We don't wanna be saved. You can't save us. We don't wanna be saved. You can't save us. We don't wanna be saved. You can't save us. We don't wanna be saved. You can't save us. We don't wanna be saved. You can't save us. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of White People Won't Save You. This is a podcast where we deconstruct these white savior films and recontextualize them through a black and POC lens. I am one of your hosts, Jordan Clark. And I'm the other one, Cameron Mason. And boy, we got one here that I'm just like... What the fuck? <laughs> God damn. So God here's, damn. Here's, the, here's the story. I... <laughs> I I really enjoy Lay it Stephen on him, brother. Lay it uh, on well, him, brother. Okay. <laughs> I really enjoy Stephen King's Dark Tower books, and so I had been reading those over the last couple of years. And like it was right before the movie came out, you mm-hmm. know, and there mm-hmm. was all this hype behind it that was like, this is gonna be a thing. Like they were hyping it up one. like it was yeah, like Well, didn't they spend like a hundred and sixty million, I think was the They number? spent money on it, but it was also it was ostensibly going to be what lord of the rings is now Now. where they were like this is going to be a movie this is going to be a tv show this is going to be like the whole all these like interconnected things yeah uh and then of course the movie was ass and like nobody (laughs) wanted anything else to do with it um but it's one of those weird there's a bunch of movies like this that i just don't understand like this like the bloodshot movie like the tom cruise the mummy like um, yeah. There's a couple of movies that are like you can't stream them. Like they've never been on any proper HBO Max, Hulu, 
Netflix, whatever, for reasons I don't understand. But they like and had a big release, but they just had didn't... a big release. And when you try to rent them through the normal, again, Amazon, YouTube, wherever, it's like, give us like eleven ninety nine. <laughs> and it's like, why would I do that? You know, because it's like sometimes when it's like a new movie <laughs> and it's one of those like you can rent it like when it first comes out. Right. Like um, when Spider Man No Way Home came out, or mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. was the what was is that was that was that the newest Spider Man? There's so many yeah. subtitles that I'm like, yes, you are correct. Okay, yes, got it. I write <laughs> comics. Uh, <laughs> no Way Home came out. Um, it was like, well, you can you can just buy it or watch it at home, and yep. so that's what I did. It's like twenty dollars. It's like oh. okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, but like, I'm not paying that much to watch The Dark Tower. You'll, you'll in sign, general, you'll sign this loan, <laughs> sign this loan agreement real quick. Then you can watch the Dark Tower. So I finally got the Dark Tower from my local library because hey. I was like, "Oh, I wonder if they have," and they did. So, by um, the way, shout vote. Out, shout out everybody who voted. <laughs> shout out everybody who voted. Shout out Pratt Library for having the kind of gar- the garbage that I would watch. Yo, for real, shout out Enoch Pratt Free <laughs> Library. There, it's like the, that's the jam my whole life. They they are up on a lot of things, you know what I mean. So support your local libraries, yeah, for sure. But I forgot that DVDs had trailers, you know what I mean? Because I'm just so used to streaming things. So like, mm-hmm. I started it up, and I was like, oh yeah, I have to like cycle through the previews. And so mm-hmm. they started playing, and I kind of just sat there and watched them because I was kind of it was it was a strange like antiquated. Like, it's like a time experience. capsule, right? Yeah, and I was like, huh, I wonder. Yeah, like what did come out around the same time as the Dark Tower? And so, you know, they were playing a bunch of movies, and they played two in particular that stood out. They played, one, the Baby Driver trailer. Hey, good movie. And then immediately after that, <laughs> they played the trailer for the movie we're about to talk about, November Criminals, both starring Ansel Elgort. Good movie. Uh, <laughs> terrible actor. <laughs> yeah. And, like, this is one of those films I'm sure nobody listening has heard about, has seen. Yeah. Because it's it wasn't it was a movie that went direct to video, and oh. ostensibly as there is video, right, and then <laughs> went to like a limited release. Okay, so and so we didn't want you to see it, and if you want to see it at your house, you gotta give up that loan agreement. <laughs> so, but it's it's bizarre because like we were talking a little bit before we came on, like mm-hmm. it's one of these like they don't really make yes movies like this anymore and and they don't necessarily do this anymore like the idea of a movie that is direct to video or direct to streaming but also like then later released in a limited capacity like mm-hmm. normally it's either like we're, we're seeing more and more same day kind of like yeah you can watch it at home or you can go out and, and watch it. it in the theater you know what i mean and and that's typically even with stuff like, you know, the Amazon movies or like the Apple Plus movies. Netflix or, is going that way, too. Yeah. You know, certain things where it's like we are already a streaming provider. So we would like you to use our service to watch it. But you can also because I was like, um, ooh, I'm blanking on the the um, South American film that Netflix got the rights to that then went on to win an Oscar. You know what I'm Roma. About? Yes. You know, yes. What I mean? when Netflix got Roma and they were like. Yeah, watch it on Netflix. But also, it's in theaters, you know, if you want to do that. I also um, saw Roma in the theaters. Yeah. It, it's beautiful, though. It is beautiful. Yeah. It's 10 out of 10, guys. For sure. 
So I think, you know, typically things go like that, but production companies aren't spending money to make a movie to then have this kind of strange double release, mm-hmm. especially a movie like this, which isn't gonna make a lot of money. You know what I mean? Like it's not a movie because there's even movies like, oh, we didn't know such and such was going to be a big star. And so we've had this movie since 2015, but now that they're like the star of this Marvel franchise or whatever, like now we're going to release right, it right. Yeah. in theaters to try to get some money off of it. Yeah, try to ride that but, wave. Yeah, like I don't know. If, I mean, it seems like this movie was made at the same time that, you know, Baby Driver was coming. You know what I mean? So it wasn't Probably, even probably like, made one right after the other. Yeah, it wasn't like they were holding this one and then Ansel Elgort like blew up through that and they were like, oh, we've got something with him in it. It was more like he did both. <laughs> and so they released both. Um, <laughs> Just got the, got the Elgort pipeline coming straight through the Dark Tower. But it's it's a movie based on a book, yes. which sounds like trash. Like the book sounds somehow more trash than the movie is trash. Yep. Uh, it's called The November Criminals. Uh, the book was written by Sam Munson. The film was directed and written by uh, Sasha Gervasi mm-hmm. and uh, was co-written by Stephen Knight. Sasha Gervasi, you might know from the Hitchcock movie. So he directed the Hitchcock film, which oh, I forgot y- was a yeah. film. Um, so did I. <laughs> like literally just now. All right. Um, <laughs> Sure. And then he he also directed the documentary Anvil, the story of Anvil, which was about the Canadian heavy metal band. Yes, I, that is a good movie. Um, but this like, yeah, I don't, I, you know, I got a lot of thoughts. Uh, yes. but we'll, that... we'll we'll run down some quick notes about the movie, and then we'll tear it apart because it's terrible. And <laughs> it's very. God damn. Yeah, okay. it's just, yeah. We're going to get there. So, um, it stars, again, Ansel Elgort, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, um, Catherine Ke- uh, Keener, David Strathairn. Oh, David Strathairn. Yes, David yes. Strathairn. And then, like, oh, and we can't forget, uh, which which Maori twin? Uh, uh, I'm was pretty it? sure it's, uh, T- it's Tia. It's Tia. Tia's ex-husband, uh, Curry Hardix. Yeah, ex-husband as of, what, a month ago? Golly. Yeah. My birthday, My th- actually. Happy Welcome birthday to me. Welcome to you quick, brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm going to do the five minutes for this movie, and I can really just... I It's not going to take five minutes. It's I actually not. It's actually not. It's not. Um, so, uh, yeah, Cameron, if you want a time or I could just go. No, let's, let's get the time go. because I think okay. you're going to set a record today. I And I rarely ever get it. <laughs> I'm a man. I know my weaknesses. I know. Uh... <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Five minutes on the clock. Three, okay. two, one. So the movie starts by introducing us to Ansel Elgort's character, Addison, who's just a, a feckless fuckboy who is... <laughs> doing a bunch of fuckboy shit he's trying he's a high school senior i i guess he's affecting the personality through like quoting david bowie and like Mm -hmm. using a a old school camcorder to record himself turning his college admissions was he is very proudly like has fucked up 
purposefully and like added extra 20 pages to what they just wanted to be like a two paragraph essay. Right. So I don't know. Anyway, he and I think his only friend, Chloe Grace Moretz, go to a coffee shop where he runs into his his. I mean, they say that they're friends. I have I have questions. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about this because this is my thought. This is my hot take. But they run into Kevin and Kevin is this uh, very like literate black uh, kid who is you know quoting like james baldwin and they're they're trading back and forth like these like classic novels and having this like very poorly written ritty conversation (laughs) um and then once addison goes back to the car with chloe like he basically says hey i know you hang out with me because i don't want to fuck but i really want to (laughs) fuck and she's like you know what i've been thinking about it and we should fuck and he's like, bet. And so they go back to her house. And in a, one of the most egregious scenes I think maybe we've ever seen. Yeah. It, it's intercut with them having sex for the first time and Kevin getting shot in the face. <laughs> and so basically the rest oh, of the movie God. is... The, the press and the cops and everybody seemingly is convinced that this is some kind of gang murder. But Addison knows that Kevin wasn't in a gang. And he mm-hmm. says it at least 30 times throughout the film. In every scene. And, in every scene for the rest <laughs> of the movie, he says Kevin was not in a gang. And he's he's got he's on a mission to prove that Kevin was not in a gang. And so he does his little Hardy Boys mystery bullshit <laughs> and goes around and like tries to solve the crime. Um, you know, the principals like leave it alone. His parents are like leave it alone. We learn that his mother had a brain aneurysm and suddenly died, and so it seems that he's maybe like conflating the two incidents and like sudden grief and loss and is, is throwing himself into a dangerous situation. Phoebe, Chloe Grace Moretz, seemingly comes and goes from the movie, only comes back to have sex with him again. One more time, yep. And then to deliver the message that some random black kid at their school also happened to be in the coffee shop when Kevin got shot and saw that it was a white guy who shot him. And so this leads them to getting in touch with some shady people who are seemingly, you know, into drugs. And we find out from Kevin's parents that Kevin was hooked on drugs and all kinds of other stuff. And so ultimately, you know, going down this long rabbit hole, Addison, meets Decash, who is uh, just a, a horrible drug dealer who's got all kinds of shit going on. And he makes Addison deal drugs for him in exchange for the information about who shot Kevin. He drives all the way out to find the guy who turns out to be just some like tweaker who yep. was hired by Decash to shoot Kevin. So Decash has been the killer all along or the culprit all along. Because Decash and Kevin were at a party together and Kevin roasted him so bad that he wanted him <laughs> dead. And so uh, this tweaker like shoots Addison. He goes to the hospital. But like luckily, Phoebe had called the police to, you know, come and, and check up on him. And so the movie ends with the tweaker going to jail. I think maybe Decash. Decash got uh, going to jail. They said uh, the police are investigating Decash now. Yeah, it's it's all unclear. Um, and then Addison 
and Phoebe are are fucking full time, but she's going to Yale and he's going to University of Chicago. But and wait. she hands him the most inexplicable pamphlet of all time, which is a train schedule from Chicago to Connecticut. That that that's not a thing that exists. You get an Amtrak <laughs> schedule. There's not a there's not train schedules from there's specific no cities. To specific cities. That's not... Anyways, that's this movie. <laughs> and you did it. And you did it. There it goes. There's the beat. Wow. I'm impressed, man. I'm impressed. Because you you really, honestly, it's not not to be rude to this movie, but you didn't skip a beat. Minus, I'd say, like, the strained relationship between Phoebe and her mother thing that happens. That was even really right. a thing. It's not even a thing. <laughs> it's supposed to be like a... It's a two-scene thread, honestly. It's uh, But, yeah, that's the movie. That is so, uh, November Criminals, and we watched it, so you didn't <laughs> have to. My God, what a <laughs> yeah, what y'all. This, yeah, what, what good, is... that was some fucked up, <laughs> dumb, boring shit, and like this, really racist. Honestly, this is a movie that spins its whole conceit on a black kid, yep, being senselessly murdered. For a white kid to solve that murder, mm-hmm. he is the worst person. Like yeah, he yeah. is just a like. This is one of those films that I think you see it every once in a while, and it, and it's kind of like there was a stream, and this may have kind of been in. I think it was around that time that you know there were movies like. Um, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, and there yeah. are movies like, um, I mean, I, I sort of yeah. liked that one at the time. I, I well, was liking that one. No, yeah, I think I think what I'm what I'm getting to is that there are these kind of like twee like indie films that were just kind of like, hey, here's this person whose whole thing is that he's different. He's like a little <laughs> weird, and like, and girls maybe like that. Maybe they're into that. Who knows? You know what I mean? And like. Some of them did it well. Like some of them, like I, I like Nickendora was it was enjoyable. I enjoyed cute, that movie. Yeah. You know, but it was like, like me yeah. and Earl and the Dying Girl, yeah, there stuff was. like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's got all this like quick, you know, twee witty banter back and forth. You know, people are talking in pop culture references and mm-hmm. like, you know, doing all this stuff. It's not how people talk. It's a hyper reality kind of situation where it's just like. You know, yeah, don't you wish you and your friends had these kinds of like, you know, cool <laughs> conversations where you're like referencing like the Rolling Stones and, and David Bowie? Uh, yeah, and like all this, oh, like look, look how quick and, you know, relevant they are. Yes. Which is my biggest problem with Kevin and Addison's relationship. Well, even before that, Addison is insufferable. Like he He's is the worst. awful. He before is we like, even get to the coffee shop. I don't even know how anybody would want to the movie the the movie like has multiple scenes of him using like a a handheld home camcorder that uses like tape vhs c tape so like this movie i think takes place because the movie came out in 2017 it didn't seem like it was dated in any way like even in the sense of like early 2000s, you know what I mean? Like when there was like a transition from those kinds of camcorders over to, you know, something that's using digital. Like I think it was supposed to be 2016, 2017. 
what is he playing these tapes on? The camcorder itself? Because there's really no other way. You know, nobody, VHS, <laughs> I know people like to, you know, there's, there's, you know, VHS came back and cassettes came back and like all this other stuff where people are, are trying to use, you know, these, this 90s technology. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not good, right? I mean, there's a reason why we don't do that still shit. use yeah. VHS anymore, you know, and it's not even good because there's like vinyl came back because vinyl is a is a good format. Like vinyl has a richness and a texture and a quality that you're not going to get on a digital recording. Right. VHS, it just it, it just was what we had. Like it, it was it, it like, is actually obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I and I and I get you know in certain respects people who collect VHS tape tapes you know like it's the same you know people collect a lot of things so it's mm-hmm. not even that mm-hmm. and there's like vhs was weird there was some weird you get some weird vhs tapes <laughs> that you you're get... never going to find those movies anywhere else but yep. that that's the only format they ever came out in and that's the only <laughs> way that you'll ever be able to watch them and so that's perfectly fine that's sure. you know what i mean like i know people who trade like weird like home fitness videos from the 90s and like all kinds of other like obscure i have never heard of this project talking about yeah well, like could... Jane Fonda tapes? Not even Jane Fonda tapes, but just like look look how look at this ridiculous like Canadian workout video oh. that oh, was oh, like, oh. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like this not, one was so weird and kind of kooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're not like doing the fitness video. Oh, yeah. Like they're yeah, they're I'm, watching I'm like, it cuz it's like there's a lot of like strangely homoerotic ones. Like... Billy Blanks made a career somehow, you know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> so I think it's yeah, it's just kind of like yeah, this is can you believe that we did this and look how crazy this is? Um, <laughs> but he's doing it. Everything he does is earnest, right? right? Like every every reference he makes, everything he does is like, I am. I am him. <laughs> I am him. <laughs> I am smart. I am like, I know a lot. But like I said, like my personality is I listen to uh, Moon Age Daydream. Bro. <laughs> Bro. And that, like, you know, this, it, which is like maybe there's the most two obnoxious. Bowie music drops in here, and yeah. I was like, "Who, who okay did it? Like, how did they get the money for two? First of all, for a, a, a hit, by the way, like a, yes, a, oh, a, a, oh, yeah, a, a classic song, Moon Age yeah. Daydream, and then the second was a cover of Wild Is the Wind, which yeah. I had never heard. I'd never heard him do that song, so that yeah. was actually the only saving grace of this whole fucking movie was. David Bowie Wild is the wind over the credits. Knowing Which was this was over. <laughs> unnecessary because the credits are literally just like Addison and his dad watching a home video of his mom. So Whoa. it's not even like a scene. It's just like you're watching two people watch, watch home video, video of a character <laughs> that you have no emotional attachment to whatsoever. It'd be like watching strangers watch. There's that shot home that's video. like it's the it's the shot it's a, it's like a little dolly shot from behind the couch where they're like the father's like hey c- come and sit down I'm watching these videos of your mom and like it's just you know the camera's going back and forth and looking at them like palling yeah. up while they watch this video and it's the like mm-hmm. least earned moment in the movie and it's, it's like terrible. the very it's the way you go out it's the way you leave it just leaves you empty and like weird yes. that you even like went on this journey. Like you, if you watch this movie, you're gonna ask yourself why at the end of it. Yeah, you're just gonna ask yourself why. 
but don't don't watch it. don't watch it don't watch it <laughs> every moment as it was on screen i was just like man shut your bitch ass up <laughs> get out of here dog like he's like <laughs> He's not even a person, you know? Like, He's there's not. some people who are like, oh, okay. Yeah, you got like a weird, you know, like disposition where either you, because it wasn't even like, and movies are terrible at this. And like, we are terrible at actually showing and like having characters who might, you know, be on the spectrum or have, you know, certain mm. disabilities, like portraying them as like, human people? people yeah i mean besides like rain man and stuff like that there's I, plenty I, of movies where like what was the movie with uh ben affleck where he was like i have asperger's and that makes me good at killing people was it the professional or like the it was it was oh, something like that oh yeah um <laughs> oh bro the, the, the accountant the accountant yeah yeah bro the fuck was that why <laughs> that was <laughs> absurd God. You know, so it wasn't it wasn't even a situation like that. I don't even think they were alluding to that. Yeah, like no. that he might have like some something going on that made him socially awkward and like not be able to have self awareness. It was like he's just But I think it I I hate to say it and I'm you know what, I'm not in the business, so I, I can't even nobody's coming for me. It starts in the performance. And honestly, I don't. I don't want to make this into a you know no Ansel's podcast, but like, are you talking about known sex pest Ansel Elgort? I think we could talk about him. <laughs> full I didn't want to bring it up, but I I don't have any reservations. <laughs> well, yeah, your boy is into some shady shit anyway, but he's also like not the dude. I, he I think he only got a career out of he's got like this kind of chiseled face, right? He's got this perfect sure. Hollywood face. Where it's like you know the blue eyes, you know, got the got the uh, the chin. He's very like yeah. got a very, uh, very distinguished voice, honestly, as like a, mm-hmm. like a speaking voice. But like none of that translates to emotion, yeah, ever really in any of his performances. Uh, and this is like not the worst defender because I think the worst defender is West Side Story from last year, but. Sure. Cause that's a fucking musical, bro. And like, yeah. I don't, I don't know if he was happy or sad or just wanted to poop. Like, I don't know what you had <laughs> going on in that whole movie. But this is, this is just like flat with a character that's so obviously written to be not fun necessarily, but active, not passive. Well, and he's he plays ri- him passive. He's written like every outcast theater kids wet dream of what (laughs) like their high school senior year would be like because the most inexplicable conversation i may have heard in a movie thus far he and chloe grace moretz are in the car he is saying to her you know i know why you hang out with me and it's because you feel like i'm i'm sexually neutral like i'm somebody who who exudes no sexuality and like all the other you know men in high school are like horny and they just want to fuck well guess what i also want to fuck <laughs> you know <laughs> and she's like good news i'm it's open so to fucking <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's in a way that no girl would, would ever, ever go about this it would never like not even like 
it would never happen like that but just the way like any like any human being right you know what i mean like well the way she says it is the way she lays it out is saying like i don't want to go to college and not have done it that's honestly her only reasoning behind it she doesn't want to go to college and be last one out and i know that you're a virgin too right and so i want to do it with somebody who i feel like is not good at sex. I yeah. don't really understand right. what. Because <laughs> once she said that, once she said that part, I was like, "So you want to have bad sex as your first time?" And it's and it's not even to say like you know we we put a lot of weird pressure on people in general about sex and sexuality, but you know especially you're a teenager, hormones are raging. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in your body and in your brain, and like everybody's. <laughs> Yeah. Talking and acting like if you're not having sex at like 12 years old, like what are you doing? You know what I mean? yeah. It feels like a crazy world, middle you school to high boat. school. <laughs> and we don't teach you about sex. So it's like yeah. a mystery. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're like 17, 18 years old and like you're very hyper aware of like who and who has not had sex <laughs> in high school. And like you don't, you don't want to be the weird one that like did it. That, but it's like... Yeah. The way that the movie tells us about Phoebe's character is that I think she is very popular. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they that's make what it I out heard. Is that like he's like a weird outcast kind of kid. He's a theater kid she, or like a nerd. And he's, and he's bringing her down, her cool points down yeah. because they hang out all the time. Yeah, And so it's not even like, you know, she, she could have been, you know, doing whatever with whoever. <laughs> But it's like they 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 paint it in a way where it's like I've been waiting for you, right? It's supposed to, to be ask sweet. me to have sex. You know what it's, I mean? It's like, supposed I've, to be sweet, but it is so creepy. It's super creepy. And then it's <laughs> Ansel Elgort, so you're like, that's extra creepy because he's creepy. He's so creepy. like, this is all <laughs> this is all bad. But it's yeah, like her response to it is just kind of like. You know, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say no to that if you wanted to do that. And it's like, but if again, if if this creepy boy, right, out of apropos of nothing, this there's not a, you're not having the conversation. He just out of nowhere goes on this rant about how sexually repressed he is. And how he yeah. also wants to fuck you. <laughs> just so- out, he just says it like it's not. There's no like lead up to it. There's no like they they're having this witty, flirty conversation that kind of leads to. A, he's just like, look, I know you don't think that I fuck, but <laughs> but I gets down. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you see this? And you the- see this VHC camcorder? We could make some content. And she's like, I'd love nothing more. <laughs> <laughs> to go. like and then and then and, actually, and then it's yeah. right, right now, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah not not like oh okay like wow you know what a what a moment for our relationship yeah, maybe that we've we decided that this is what we're going to do no to like, right my mom is not home we should no, go right should now, go now and have sex and then and it's it, it's intercut wait with, wait wait no 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 we, let's let's do it let's do how they do it okay. cuz it's so it's all the wrong things, right? Yeah. So they just had that full conversation. They uh, And then we go out to a wide shot of the coffee shop. And the car drives away. And then we linger a little too long. 
And then a motorcycle pulls up to the coffee shop. Guy gets off the motorcycle and he walks directly in and shoots Kevin in the face. <laughs> right in the face. Right in the face and then goes to white. And then we watch them have sex. And like... And the, the, the most awkward teen sex you'll ever just, watch in a movie. Yeah. Just, just no heat to it. It's Zero like, fun... Yeah. It's, well, they tried to make it kind of like, haha, we're having oh, sex. Is, well, oh, look at us. Here's, here's a condom. Ooh. What do you do with this? Oh. You know, and you're just like, some, a black kid just got, just got fucking murdered. brained in a goddamn coffee shop at work. I don't care. I don't give a who's shit about this. I don't give a fuck about y'all. It's, it's all the wrong things, right? It, like that whole three scene, uh, transition is just wrong, right? Cause like, Addison and Phoebe go into the coffee shop and they're just like, uh, are you gonna read that James Bond when I got you? Not until you read this out of tuck sleep, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and like, it's, it's all like fake references that like these two actors met on this one day, right? I, I, I have to think about it from this, this point of view, right? They probably met the one time when they all got together to have the meeting for the movie sure. and then they had this day together and yeah. they're supposed to be the best of friends. <laughs> Like, their relationship is supposed to be so warm and Phoebe's so... Phoebe's like, when are you guys going to kiss? And they're like, kiss? <laughs> it's supposed to be so multi-layered, right? Because they're supposed to be, like, a nerd, but he's... They both have a grasp of, like, every type of person in the high school aquarium, right? Yeah. They, they know the cool kids from the nerds, and, like, they can, like, navigate through both. And they're supposed to be both these type of people. And this is when you meet them, right? And then you get zero of that. Because the script is so hard-nosed about, like, you understand. These niggas are friends. They, they <laughs> are fucking friends. And they smart. And they smart. Like, if you don't understand that they're smart and friends, I'll fuck you up. Like, <laughs> and he's a black intelligent. He's an intelligent young black man. I swear to God, if you don't know this by the end of the scene, you are worthless. <laughs> <laughs> they try to hammer the relationship so hard in what like not even a full minute it's like two minutes maybe and then they leave have that awkward conversation in the car and then he kevin gets fucking brizane <laughs> in the first five minutes of this movie. we just met him we just he's met dead. this nigga <laughs> if you didn't catch that his name was kevin you, I mean, he would just be he would just be dead. Like, he would, it would just be, be the like, dead black dead. kid from the beginning of the movie. You know? And then so, this event is supposed to carry you through the remaining hour and ten hour and thirty minutes, which is just yeah. like Well, not even ask. the movie's only an hour and twenty five minutes. So oh, there's not God, even really know. a lot of time to like get into stuff. But they really just fly by so much just to get to like the whatever. major story points. Yeah, whatever they think is happening. Because, like, for a movie to, one, use the the death of a black teenager as, like, a plot point, jumping off point. Yuck. For a larger situation. And and if you think they talk about race, they don't. They, <laughs> never yeah, a conversation about never, it. Uh, there's not even... Actually, the conversation about race is he wasn't in a gang. So, which they say I 30 mean, times. Yeah, obligatory. <laughs> Smokey was right. Smokey was right. But so like so okay, wait. Cuz this this is what we have to bring all the way around. Yeah. So there's there's the 
like nonstop incessant Kevin was not in a gang. Like it's it's to the point where like he meets with the police officers and that's that's all he's got. He doesn't have information for them. He's just like Kevin was not in a gang. Right. That's I I came here to tell you that. And they're like, bet. That nigga was gang. Really the way the way the cop is just like, all right, get the fuck out. <laughs> After he's like, but he wasn't in a gang. He's like, if you don't get the fuck out, yeah, and like let me not listen to you right now. And so, what you think if you've ever watched a movie before, and you would <laughs> assume that this movie is attempting to do is to swerve you in a way where it's just like there's so much more to Kevin's life than you would expect. Except the only other things that we learned about Kevin is that he was on drugs. Yes. And <laughs> was associated with people who were dealing drugs. I think the implication is that he was taking drugs from Dcash to give to other places or yeah. I don't know cuz cuz he, he was, was like giving out drugs through the coffee shop. That was like his thing. Well, because because Decash sends Addison to like make a delivery that it seems as almost if like that was what Kevin was supposed Kevin was to do, right? Like, yeah, Kevin missed my uh, my weekly uh, uh, well up. Yeah, so you got to do the re up now, right? And it's not even that difficult, which is so funny. Like the the re up is like some white girl's mansion in Chevy Chase. And it's and it's supposed to be like I think we were supposed to know who yes. that girl was. I did no, not she, remember no. her at all. So. She gets screen time too. Like they, the camera is on her. Like you're supposed to know who this character is. No, I never seen her. There, Sorry there. to that man. I don't know. Who that is. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's so it's that whole, and that whole sequence too is just kind of like fucked up. Playing on your it's supposed to be playing on your uh, your expectations that. Okay, Dcash is like the worst kind of drug dealer, right? And then on top of it, uh, wherever he's got to deal these drugs to, or wherever Kevin was taking these drugs to, it's probably like a terrible place too. But then he does the drive, and you get like you get like the two minutes or the one minute of expectation, like oh my god, where's he going to end up going to? And then he goes to like a mansion in Chevy Chase, Maryland, yeah, PG County, and a white girl answers his door, takes the bag, and is just like, okay, bye. And that's I don't even know if scene. money was exchanged. Money was not exchanged. He took the bag <laughs> and she left. So, so Addison, you got fucking played. <laughs> but like the end of the movie is basically like, yeah, all those things you didn't think were true about Kevin, they're, they're true. He's they're a true. drug dealing gangbanger who, like, you know, it's, and because it's like it's not even like, man, yeah, Kevin is on. Yeah, I don't know, like Adderall or like some kind of because he's like so stressed and he's under so much pressure. Right. He's, you know, clearly has to work, you know, maybe not to like, you know, pay for college or something like that. But definitely but he like, got to work for something. He got to work for money. Yeah. There's an expectation that he he has a desire and need for extra money as a high schooler that he's got to get, you know, so he's working at that coffee shop for a reason. Right. Because um, clearly Addison and Phoebe both don't have jobs because they're just yeah. doing whatever they want to do. Uh, <laughs> and like you don't really know because, you know, you get like a brief insinuation that like Kevin was was troubled or something like that's what the school counselor says that he yeah. like, you know, was was expressing, you know, uh, feelings of, you know, not suicidal feelings, but definitely was like 
you know, like not stressed out feeling himself. Yeah, yeah. Like was, was going through some, some kind of inner, inner turmoil. And we don't know what it was. We never get any information about that. We just know that he was on drugs and was mm-hmm. around drug dealers. Mm-hmm. And basically it's just like, yeah, that's, he's exactly who everybody thought he was. End of movie. That's it. Like that's, it's, and it's just like such a like, what? It's the biggest letdown. <laughs> A, it's it's like a big letdown for like y'all as like the storytellers, right? The script mm-hmm. or the the book, even because like, so was your intention of writing the book to portray like black stereotypes and gang banging stereotypes as such that they are only as such, or was it to tell this YA novel like this fake long goodbye shit? Uh, in with this like with this backdrop because whatever you did right because like the and i I say the last the long goodbye because that whole book is about how he thinks he's going on this huge you know unraveling story about his friend who he what he drove his friend to the airport put him on a plane to like mexico or something like that and he did not come back and left him with some stuff and then like the whole book and movie is like him trying the, the Philip Marlowe like basically going down the trail, following the uh, you know the, following the uh, the trail, the uh, crumbs on the trail, and only to find out that yeah he was a scumbag and like yeah. he was caught up in some dirty shit, and then this movie tries to put like the Philip Marlowe's friend just make him black, and then put black stereotypes on that person and then have the whole movie try to be about how Addison or your detective character, whoever try to explain away all of his misgivings. Yeah. Only for them to be true anyway. And then you're just like, Oh fuck it. He got some from his little friend anyway. So good for him. Yeah. No, he, his, his story ends happily. You know, Kevin gets shot in the Kevin face. gets Every- brained at work. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, what the fuck kind of way to go? Okay, first of all, let's let's break down <laughs> this. Mer- this is the, no right. Like the, <laughs> just, the, just the, fuck the, this look, on wait, all levels. Look, I gotta I gotta get Deborah Cox involved in this because I watched <laughs> this and I was just like, no 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 no. Look, bro. <laughs> so. <laughs> bullshit it's so bullshit the explanation in the movie that we get is that kevin was at a party a party with (laughs) a drug dealer so a few things you have to parse one yeah kevin is either just like whatever parties he's going to are either because he's i assume 17 18 years old sure yeah so he's not getting into like the club club you know what i mean he's not getting into like you know, one of the 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 exclusive DC nightclubs. He's not right? going to ha- he's not going to Hammerjacks. No, <laughs> so <laughs> he's either at somebody. He's at like a house party. So drug dealers are slumming it at like teenage house parties, or Kevin's, I guess, in deep. In a way, I don't really understand why they would be at the same party, but they are at the <laughs> yeah, same party. Yeah, yeah, it's set up in a way in the beginning, right? You you hear about how Kevin like told off. The 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 what 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 kind of teacher was it? What class were they in? They were in like some um, 
either like a psych class or like a um, philosophy class or something like that. And they tell the story about how. Oh, yeah. And it's like, again, the worst dialogue, right? Because um, it's like so bad. I almost forgot that they had that part of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. In, well, because because Addison's like, oh, you should have heard Kevin. Like he he really gave it to Miss such and such. You know, he was he because he was like, you know, kids don't want to come to class because of teachers right. like you. And and Kevin's like, no, no, no. That's not what I said. I said, because of teachers like you, kids don't want to come to class. And I was like. Nigga, that's the same. That's... <laughs> you said the same thing. You did. There, it wasn't. I you thought you were gonna add the like the first a... part and the second part of the sentence, and to the second part of the sentence, put the first part. So you switched it. I see what you did. I thought there was gonna be some kind of witty, you know, where he like broke down his reasoning. No, he just like that. I thought was, that. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like some <laughs> like ultra smart thing where he was like, oh. I... I got the teacher that time. I roasted the teacher. I couldn't believe I got Yeah, him. like some which Finding would, Forrester type shit. Where right, he's which like, would also lead to like the fact that he was able to roast Decash so hard at the party, but like the roast was not that good. Well, that's what they were saying. So like he he's he's kind of set up as like Kevin doesn't know when to shut up. Like he thinks he's so smart <laughs> and like, you know, he he'll he'll any authority figure, anybody, you know, who, who seems to like want to you know, try to test his wit and intellect. Like he got the receipts. Roast, for him. He, yeah, roast the shit out of them, boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're Shut a drug up. dealer, <laughs> right? You're a drug dealer. Yeah. A, te- a teenager insults you at a party. Your response to that is not in the moment to go to the car or wherever and come back. Or to like wait till he goes outside, or nah. it's to spend an unforeseen amount of days seething <laughs> in this roast. He, you got a big forehead, boy, or yeah, whatever just, he said yeah. to you. <laughs> and, and no, let's, let's, let's go here. Is, is D, was D Cash like at his house? Like he woke up in the morning and just like, my forehead. <laughs> That nigga got me. <laughs> Most sense of the part. <laughs> <laughs> he saw right through me. <laughs> Am I that transparent? <laughs> Just like looking in the in the mirror, like he sees his forehead is on it, it like grows like yeah. twice the size. It's like, no, no, he got me. No, oh, I gotta damn, kill man. this. <laughs> I, I, I need him to be off the planet now. <laughs> nah, he, he saw that I was wearing fake polo and now I could never live it down. You know what I mean? It's like I, whatever it was that he got him for. That nigga's not on a horse. That's a donkey. <laughs> I, see, I see what's happening. Just like, and everything is like anime quiet. He's just like, it's not a donkey. That's a horse. I, I knew that from the start. <laughs> Whatever it was, this man waited multiple, multiple days, days. <laughs> then, then hired a, a tweaker to go out. Wait, A hired somebody. Like, before it's a tweaker, just was like, I am so mad. I'm going to invest money. <laughs> And another person committing murder. <laughs> and and again, not catch him, you know, when he's like driving somewhere or like not catch him coming out of school or it's, it's like I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go to his job. Yeah. While he's literally work like you know, he's like he didn't get off the shift or he's going nope. he's in the coffee shop. John Woo style with the ha- <laughs> with the helmet still on. And then just shoot him in the face, and then I guess be allowed to walk out. I and I drive off. D, D- cash one. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that's such a such a movie thing, 
but like oh such God. a like crazy <laughs> what it's not even like it's not even a premise to stand on like if you if you ask the author of this book or the screenwriter of this movie was like do you feel like that's do you feel like these people would do these things it's like well i created them so i guess they would do you in your heart feel like dcash would just like sit for multiple days premeditate murder and then send somebody to go carry that out john woo style why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Mm, oh my god. Stop fucking lying. No. You know you lying. You know you lying. And then you and then on top of it, you gotta like put a race allegory on top of it. Like he wasn't he wasn't who you said he well, was. Because like when Phoebe talks to random black teenager number four by the way i could have played random teenager i i (laughs) i'm here i'm right here yeah go on go blindside rolls up on her and it's like (laughs) (laughs) yo (laughs) yo i know we don't even really know each other or talk or whatever but i also was in the coffee shop and it was a white guy he's white and then I walk away. <laughs> you will never you know see I mean? my character again in this movie. Which is like, again, as a tip. What? What do I do with that? Right. <laughs> what information am I? Oh, we're looking for a white man in DC. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> if it was 1973. Maybe you might have better luck, but in 2016, they run that shit in Dupont Circle or wherever the fuck y'all are at. Also, like, yeah, where the fuck do they live? Biggest I, one of the biggest gripes with this movie. This movie is this, supposed to be set in DC. They maybe, filmed parts maybe of it. PG County. Maybe PG they filmed County. parts of it allegedly in DC, but then also filmed in Rhode Island and not Baltimore. Right. Which right. is another, like, I don't know why you did that. Tax breaks but, is right there. Yeah, but, like, filmed it in a way that's, like, it looks like you're in the Northeast. It, like, it, you look like you're in, like, Massachusetts. You so look it like does not look yeah, like Boston, D.C. at all. Look, the <laughs> fuck? Why is, yeah. Everything here <laughs> reeks of, like, intention, just no intention behind it, right? Because yeah. if you're going to set it in D.C., Obviously, you, you we know what you're talking about. You're talking about a city that's like used to be majority black, not really anymore, but does have like this encroaching white suburbanism happening. Yeah, but that's in PG County, in Montgomery County, in Fairfax County, in Virginia. It stays in those counties. It does right. not leak into DC. And also, who the fuck lives in DC proper? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, if you're in that city at 11 o'clock at night, no one is. <laughs> no. Why are you there? It's wild, too, because, like, the the movie sets up this unearned connection between Kevin's death and Addison's mom's death. Addison's mom oh, died of God. a brain aneurysm. Yes. And so it's, like, this out-of-nowhere shocking event. And so, like, Kevin's death is also supposed to be an out-of-nowhere shocking event but like in this day and age you could have done so many things that if you had to kill kevin it could have been just it was supposed to be just a random 
You know what I mean? Like, I know we're not necessarily at the remaking of this movie, but even thinking about it as like, you know, uh, Kevin is 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 killed in, you know, like a, a random mass shooting. Right. And so yeah. it's just like a senseless event that happens that you're just like i don't understand you know like i just saw him i thought i was going to see him again that's supposed to be how it sits it's supposed to sit like you know i I had no control over i was just i was just there yeah now he's dead you know and and again a seemingly like i i can't even like begin to understand why he was killed you know like he could have died in a car accident he could have died and, you know, just like so many random things could have happened if you're really just trying to go about it in the way of like, this is this is something that is inexplicable and random and tragic. Yeah. Right. And then have Addison go down the rabbit hole of trying to figure out, trying to solve an unsolvable crime. Right. Like he's trying to figure out, well, who who was this person? Why did they do what it? Did they do? Yeah. You know, yada, yada. And like, but there's really no answer. You know what I mean? Which and is so, like it's that's noir. That's basic noir. Yeah. So lean into that. But like the answer, the second decast showed up, I was like, "That nigga uh, did it." Is <laughs> him right there? What's so crazy? <laughs> that scene is the funniest scene in the movie. It literally comes at the halfway point, and it's it, so what? Addison and Phoebe go. Uh, the trail leads them to Noel. Who used to be a random dude. A dude, random th- stoner dude who you, they used to hang out with at school. They Actually, they didn't even hang with him. They're not friends. No, they don't fuck with him. They, they just, don't fuck he with shows him. up. So they go find Noel. They go find where he's staying at. Now, tell me this. This is what I need to know. Because okay. when they get to the place, D-Cash is who's at the door, right? But he's like bodyguard mode. He's not really yeah. like... It mm-hmm. looks like D-Cash is the bodyguard for Noel. Yeah. Yeah, and then when they talk, and you know, Decash does the whole like, what uh, Addison goes to uh, shake his hand, and Decash is like, "No, nah, nigga, I don't do that." And then goes to uh, sexually objectify Phoebe. Who is this fine alabaster woman, <laughs> right? Here? <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing to you, but uh, what's up with you, my fine transgender sister? <laughs> Was is she a gift? Is a literal line in the movie. <laughs> I yeah, oh yuck. By the way, yuck. <laughs> and then so once they talk their way through him, they go sit down with Noel, who's like sitting at a table with pills and blah blah blah, and he's zooted out of his mind. And it seems like D Cash is like his bodyguard, but also like Noel isn't in a place to uh take care of himself or like, you know, like he's not mm-hmm. Of sound mind, so he needs somebody around him to be like, all right, don't take too many drugs or don't, like, fall when you stand up kind of situation. Yeah. So then I'm, like, thinking, like, is D-Cash the bodyguard? That's how the movie tries to portray right. and, like, tries to twist it on you. But the way he speaks is so fucking, like, straight up. It's just like, nah, I'm a black stereotype. I'm a fucking drug dealer stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> I might as well. I'm like in the background in the wire. Let's fucking go. And then. (laughs) (laughs) And so instantly, even though the movie tries to do that twisty thing when you like, oh, is Noel the dude? No. It's so obvious. Like you said that D-Cash is obviously the guy who perpetrated all this bullshit. Yeah. Because this movie is weak, by the way. This movie is weak sauce. (laughs) And and the movie does this 
like I, you know, I'm never going to read this book. The book sounds trash. It's got like Ugh. a 2.6 on Goodreads. Like people hated that book. Burn every people copy, didn't y'all. even finish it. Ugh. But the the movie, maybe the book is the same way. But the movie definitely tries to portray Addison as like the not only the protagonist of the movie, but as like somebody that you should have sympathy for and be rooting for, and is yes. like not wrong right and again like it would have been <laughs> a more he's not wrong it would have been a more interesting film if it's just like th- he is because when you think about a movie say like nightcrawler right where you're just like oh Love he's fucked up yeah i'm watching this i don't know if i should be he's not a good person he's not doing good things you know what i mean right like in the beginning you're kind of like oh maybe he's just like a little weird and like okay you know i'll follow this down and then at a certain point, you're just like, oh, no, oh, yes. <laughs> this isn't good. And like if Addison <laughs> was kind of the same way where it's just like, oh, you know, he's like. Maybe he doesn't have to be a bad person, but it's like clear, like he is in way over his head and is also like taking this to a to a place that he's going to get hurt. Phoebe's gonna get hurt. Oh yeah. Uh, you know his family might get hurt. Like he's like it's he, the obvious like, trajectory from the second yeah, Kevin like, is shot. It's like this. It, you know where this movie is going. But instead, it's just like, no, he's fine. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like he's and he's not ever doing things that you're just like you shouldn't be doing that. And they like they try to like at the very end where he goes out to see like Tweaker Dude and mm-hmm. like uh dundalk or whatever he said, <laughs> <laughs> he said <Dundalk. laughs> actually can we, can we, i know I, we'll get there well i want to finish this thought you have but the movie is so rude to baltimore because like if you're going to do these easy stereotypes about drug dealers and black people you might as well fucking go 30 miles down the highway like when he said oh you gotta drop off this package you gotta drop off this package to chevy chase it was like nigga like just go another 20 miles to baltimore where he could actually make some money off those drugs like what <laughs> yeah i don't know and even like decash as like dc dude bruh <laughs> like I, not believable he doesn't he have to so say like skin, it hurts <laughs> like <laughs> who are you gonna hurt who are you gonna hurt he doesn't have to say mo and come in there and like beat his feet and eat you know like mambo sauce and shit like that like no, that can, nigga look like a baby face song bro like <laughs> yeah but like he read nothing like i'm from like i you know maybe it's just because i'm i'm from around the area but like i could spot a dc person yeah i see a black person i'm like you don't maybe it's your you know nike boots or whatever you got going on, but like, in a way that new, I, york, new york niggas look like new york niggas with yes. the timberlands and the puffy jackets yeah, DC niggas look like DC niggas. Oh, for sure. You know, so like, didn't read anywhere close. You Not know what I mean? Close. Just generic black drug Where's dealing. Where's the Under Armour? Like, get it together, <laughs> fucking dummies. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like. You're not even giving us any kind of like twisty, you know, thing to like. All right, and then on top of it all. Maybe the most egregious scene is Addison goes to Kevin's house to talk to his parents. Yes. Here we go. I don't understand anything happening in the scene, but he goes in. This scene is all vibes, by the way. (laughs) His parents don't know who the fuck he is. Boom. And this is, again, we're supposed to, because that's the thing, right? Like you were saying in the beginning, if this movie had, 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 as we kind of go... Oh, no, even worse, even even worse, or maybe even better in a no, way. No. If like if we had if we had um, 
you know, got this kind of thing where it was like, yeah, you know, Kevin's my friend. And then it's like, oh, you don't know. You don't know Kevin at all. You don't know shit about Kevin. Yeah. That he's, be- he's just he's just the black kid who's in class with you that you think you're friends with him. But like, you're not his friend. That, you know I mean? like, that you don't know would him. have been. That would have ter- put the interest factor in this movie up at least by 40 percent, 50 percent. You know what I mean? They look at him. They're like, and you don't even go here. <laughs> right. Like, who are you? Dog? It is like, so I don't wild. know. They're like, who are you? I'm like, nigga, we're best friends and in the way that like sure okay did your parents know every single kid that you said you were friends with at high school no right you know what i mean but like in the way that this movie tries to portray their relationship because even his dad is like addison's dad is like oh did you know him so like they they're not (laughs) friends friends like that no and not even like work friends you know how like you They're, like people it's like oh yeah like we work together we're in proximity all the time i've been yada, at my yada. work friends house houses before that shit happens from time to time yeah but it's like he's yeah so he's never been to addison's house mm-hmm. addison's father does not know who he is he's never been to kevin's house because kevin's parents don't know who addison is nope. it's never been a situation where it's just like oh yeah you know Ke- kevin that name sounds familiar you know you were talking about how you were like reading these books together or like how you were or like oh yeah addison like kevin talked about you before mm. like how you were like doing you know this project together or whatever mm. it's like no they don't know who you are <laughs> it's it's never so never met you this oh my god i'm sorry there's a cat in my closet i'm sorry <laughs> i totally forgot that he might be in here free the cat sorry bro i hope you didn't poop in there <laughs> He's I'm leaving all of this like in. in there. He got a face like, I might have did it. I might have did it, nigga. I'm leaving all this in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You got to put the scratch noise in there like this. <laughs> you want to go out there? Do you want to go out there? You got to make a decision, bro. All right, fine, fine. We'll get there when we get there. Okay. Uh, but, <laughs> yes. Well, Addison goes into Kevin's house yes. to harass his parents and tell his parents that Kevin was... Everyone is antagonistic, by the way. <laughs> he gets there, he's like, I want to see what's going on in Kevin's room. And his parents is like, no, you ain't. <laughs> well, because his, his dad, it seems, I mean... Well, the dad is. The dad is definitely like, no, you fucking ain't. Well, you know, because, again, this movie's traded on every single stereotype. So he's angry black man who, Boom. like, is, you know, and mom is, like, you know, stoic no, black please. mom, you know. <laughs> no, like, don't don't yell at the white child. Like, <laughs> um, she, she but, says that almost verbatim. <laughs> but, yeah, his dad is just, like, automatically, like, I don't know 10. you. And I don't like you. Yeah. And I don't even know why you're in my house. Yeah. Which is actually not. Yeah, sure. He's I, not wrong. He's not wrong. I can't, I can't, I can't argue with that house. assessment. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> but, you know, so like the movie plays into, you know, Addison is a, uh, like we said, just a, a general fuckboy who affects all kinds of shit for, you know, whatever reason. So. Not only does he have a camcorder, not only does he listen to cassettes, but he also has a beeper. A pager, a beeper. <laughs> yeah, and so like that sets the dad off because he's like, you know, I see, I see this beeper. You know, like you're a stranger that I don't know. You're in my home. You seem to know a lot about my son. I don't know you. I don't know you though. You know, are you? Were you dealing drugs to my son? Look at these drugs that he had. And they both uncovered them at the same time, which is, it's kind of funny, honestly. I laughed. 
I'm not going front. I was like, he pulls out the drugs, and Addison's like, "Oh shit, that's a lot of pills." And also he's the, like, "What is that?" Yeah, he says, "What is that? What is that?" And the dad's like, "You know what it is." <laughs> drugs, like, you dumbass. <laughs> what? what? And Addison's kind of having this like freak out moment, which is kind of, or he's just like flabbergasted. And then dad yokes him up. <laughs> he's like. What the fuck do you know? <laughs> My son pushes him up against the wall so hard it like probably made him bleed back of his yeah. head. It's kind of funny, honestly. And the mom is like, oh no. The mom is like, oh no, please, baby Jesus, don't do it. Don't do it to the white child. Don't do it, please. <laughs> it's it's all so funny because it, it goes from zero to a thousand in like not even 30 seconds. Like he's in not the house 30, in 30 yeah. seconds. They found the drugs in the next 30 seconds, and now he's being yoked up in the room. And it's, like, whoa, and it's whoa. not, you know, it's not a scene where, like, you get to see or learn anything else about Kevin other than that he is addicted to drugs. Right. But, like, from a family perspective, it's not even like, oh, man, like, the grief that this family is going through. You know, right. like, this, this father is... You know, so distraught and so paranoid because Kevin or not, Addison is like talking to them about like, oh, I don't think the police investigation is going to go anywhere. They seem to want to just write it off. You're talking to a black a, mm. family. <laughs> You're talking to two parents who just lost, lost their son, their their son. I don't know if it's their only son because we don't know anything else about Kevin, but lost their child. And you're telling them about oh, the-, the police, <laughs> for one, and then two, talking to them as if they are beneath you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't know their own child. So, actually, maybe for the second time, he ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, does Addison take away from this event, I'm fucking with something that I probably should step away from. Because I, you know, I, I might be causing harm to people, or you know, really exasperating the situation for this family. No, I'm no. gonna triple down <laughs> <laughs> and solve this goddamn murder myself. Fuck his dad. Fuck the police chief. Fuck all these other people. The only person who can solve the crime <laughs> of who killed Kevin is me. <laughs> I'm me, nigga. I'm me. I'm the prize. And it's just like, you know, totally out of, no, no, I don't think any black character gets a, a semblance of characterization. There are four. A semblance of like <laughs> five. any. There are five in this movie. Yeah. Well, like anything other than like, what's the basest stereotypical thing we can, we can put on you. That's your character. Act like, and, and. <laughs> It's not to be fair to the movie because fuck the movie, but like, yeah. it's not like anybody else gets anything deeper than that. Like, you know, they really, the, I'll, I'll, I'll say they really do try with the parents. They try with Phoebe's mom and Addison's dad. They she try. Ain't got shit to do, dog. It's like, so, I, I and she's feels, Catherine fucking Keener. I like, know. <laughs> it's crazy. She I saw has her and I was like, scenes? Bill, do like what? How? Why are you here? <laughs> this is. <laughs> You don't have to be doing this, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually funny because I, I don't think there's any opening credits, so you don't know who's in the movie yeah. other than the people you see in the trailer. So I was just like watching the movie and watching the movie. And then Addison comes, or uh, Phoebe comes downstairs to the kitchen and then out steps 
Captain Keener, and I'm like, oh, this movie, <laughs> this movie about to get good. And then it's no. like just the most lame, like you're not around, mom. She's like, well, and, and they're just giving it back and forth to each other, and it's yeah. like so mid. <laughs> yeah, like Chloe she's, in, she's literally you hire Catherine Keener to like make your movie at least five percent weirder. Yeah, or at least a choice you're not going to see from anybody else. Well, and then and then Chloe Grace Moretz is there to fuck Ansel Elgort. Boo. <laughs> and <laughs> her her both her motives are fuck you, mom, and I want to fuck my friend. Because like she really does nothing. Yeah, like she doesn't. She doesn't do anything where it's just like, oh wow, she's like his moral compass, and like once she leaves him. He totally goes off the rails or wow, you know, like she's she's willing to throw away her shot at going to Yale to like help Addison, you know, do whatever it is that he they drive maybe like two blocks into uh, southeast D.C. And she's like, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I counted five blacks <laughs> too many. She was what uh Decash like, now you get the fuck up out of here. And she's like, with pleasure. <laughs> she's yeah. just so quick. With pleasure. I'm already Never in the car. See y'all niggas again. Dog. It's just like, it's, it, it, it's really it's also what what's really sad is like the the big miss opportunity of her character, which is like obviously her sexual liberation, right? She's literally making a choice in a stand about her virginity and where she wants to, you know, plant those seeds. But and she does, <laughs> and she does that. But then there's no like growth from that. There's no like no, a recant, not recanting, but like there's no like uh, recounting the situation. Like okay, so like what did losing my virginity to Addison do to my life? Does does it change how I feel about sex? No, like does it nothing. change how I feel about like how I move in the world? It it, no. it literally does nothing to her character other than later in the movie she wants to have sex again. And, and it's, it's not like, even, like, a, a, a thing of, like, trauma bonding. Like, they're tra- bonding over, like, oh, yeah. God, we just went through something crazy and we should fuck because our fucking serotonin is through the roof. No, there's, like, nothing. <laughs> they have sex again, and Ansel Elgort looks over at her, like, yeah. I put that thing down. <laughs> He's, like, it's, like, even better the second time. And she's just, like, I mean... <laughs> and, and honestly, she she looks like in that second scene, she looks like she's talking to Ansel Elgort. <laughs> she's like, yeah, yeah, this is great, cool, awesome. Yeah. So your your ride is here. I called Uber. Oh me, my treat. Yeah, I really got to study for my one. Mandarin test. So I love Mandarin. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you know, because it's it's. He is rewarded with everything. Everything. Even everything. in the end, where it's just like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna die. So you yeah, know, he's gonna get shot. Shoot, he's gonna yeah, he's gonna get him. he's gonna No, he gets shot in the arm. In the arm. But a flesh wound. He goes down <laughs> and like then his reward for basically fucking all of this up is he he gets credited with solving Kevin's murder. Boom. He gets credited with with bringing Decash at least under suspicion, if not to justice. He gets the girl. Uh, 
and he gets to go to University of Chicago, Chicago. for school. I I don't even know what his major is going to be. That's how I'm guessing it's English. Or Why not? just yeah, okay, sure. <clears throat> Can we talk about the very non-Baptist funeral that Kevin had? That I was like, no way, this nigga's having a funeral. We had to go not to only in too. this church, yep. but like with that choir. It's the super. It's the most Catholic church I've ever seen in my life. No, in DC. Yeah, like <laughs> in DC. There's some black churches in DC. He is not some going of the to that church. Churches on the in the Mid East Seaboard are in DC. <laughs> <laughs> and looking at his parents, they ain't going to that church. They ain't going there <laughs> unless somebody paid for the funeral. But even then, it's just like, come on, dog. Like we can do better than this. It's like that's not a black funeral in the least. <laughs> you know. <laughs> The cop that shot D Cash later in the after the movie was over, his funeral was at that church. Yes. So I don't know. Like that a lot of things just really bother you the more that you think about it because it's like They all don't they all read false. Everything reads false. And I think we, we talk about that because you know, when we talked about um cricket stance you know what i mean it's the kind of movie like nobody's gonna watch that movie like it's a garbage movie you have to like know what it is to even look for it consider it yeah so this is another one of those movies where like the risk of like people watching this unless again you're just glowing down you know a particular actor's imdb and you're just like oh what's what's this you know i'll (laughs) check it out it's got people i like in it you know but like other than that, like again, I literally hadn't heard of this until I stumbled upon it watching the the trailers in a DVD for another movie. You know, so it's not even a one that's like every other trailer in that you know collection of trailers. I was like, I have a vague notion of what that is, or like, yeah, that's you know a movie that I saw. This was just like, huh? <laughs> this was this, a thing that came out. I feel like there's trailers like this all the time. You know, mm-hmm. um, it starts with like a shot of a river <laughs> at night, and then yep. you see some sirens and an unfortunate mother, like, oh, oh no, why, why? And then you cut to the funeral, and it's some kid with a dour face, like Ansel Elgort or something like that. And then he's like, I don't, I don't think it happened that way. And then the rest of the movie is him like going in deep dark corners, trying to yep. find out how it happened. And then, you know, make of the movie what you will. Whatever, you know, movie it ends up trying to be. But this is just, like, the weakest nothing burger version of that movie that tries to plant, like, the race seed in there only to have it, like, wither on the vine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, one of the movies that you watch... And whatever you had in your mind before, you know, mm-hmm. we're just like, okay, like, I think I know what this is going to be. It's it manages to be worse on every imaginable <laughs> level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I sat down, I was like, this is probably going to be kind of dumb and like not like insufferable characters, nonsensical plot and just like overtly insulting to black people. <laughs> you know, on every level, because I, I could I think, whoop D Cash's ass. I, 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 could, I could whoop D Cash's ass. He ain't selling me no drugs. 
He he ain't trying. He's not punking me. Like if I shake D Cash's hand, that nigga gonna shake my hand. Like he's yeah, not, he's not punking me, bro. <laughs> well, but but even like Kevin, right? So like uh-huh. we're playing respectability politics with him because he's like the literate, well spoken, right. witty, you know, like honors kid at the school, and whoa, he's. Just like every other nigga, I guess, is the, <laughs> is the thesis of the movie. That, is, you that know. is the message. It sucks. And it's not even like a cool, like, there's no mood other than, like, desaturate all the fucking color out of the screen. <laughs> right? So make every character just as white as Ansel. Yeah. Uh, like, you don't get to go down, this, there's no lurid back channels or anything like that he no like the most lurid we get is that weird room that noel and decash are hanging out in and yeah it's just and they um, and they are no allegedly is the same age as phoebe and addison noel looks like he's been left behind like four times and decash is an adult a grown man because that also wasn't Pele's hanging out with him at night, hanging out with Noel at night. Like low expectations for this, bro. Yeah, but so I, but I think the thing for um for Kevin too is like the movie. So this is my reimagining. We'll, we'll skip to the reimagining yeah, sure. element of it because, like, I think the thing that you could have explored, obviously, in my reimagining, Addison is removed entirely from the movie because fuck him. Yeah. Uh, you know, but like it would have been interesting to see. Okay, so we've got Kevin. Mm. I don't know if they're going to a black school. There's a couple of black kids at the school, but I can't really tell if this is like a predominantly. I mean, I'm assuming it's a predominantly white situation that he's in. Kevin um, and Blindside. There's the only two kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like looking at the different like almost like a i guess i guess you keep addison around specifically to show like the polarizing differences between these two kids because Mm. on every level right we're kind of seeing like there's not really you know they're both very smart kevin apparently not a fuck boy and people like him so i guess that's the big difference between him and (laughs) (laughs) but it's like as as specifically a black kid and i think maybe we can both speak to this you know having been in honors classes or you know like advanced placement classes like Mm -hmm. you know i mean there's a very specific expectation put on you to excel right because you have to in a fucked up roundabout way kind of prove the exception to the rule where like you are not just here because they needed one to kind of not make this look like it's not but you're actually like one of the smartest kids in the school cool. because because you are you know what I mean? you are. <laughs> and and so you know like the way that you could have really explored and kind of you know held a light to well here's addison who's kind of like coasting and like doesn't have to work and like mm-hmm. You know, is 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 almost bullshitting his college acceptance essay by like adding twenty extra pages to it and like all this <laughs> other shit with almost the expectation that life is just gonna happen for him. Like, there's really no. 
consequences or like yes, roadblocks in his way. Starts, you know they're going to college. You know they're getting into wherever the fuck they're going into. You know, whereas, you know, uh, Kevin, as smart as he may be, might be looking around and saying, damn, dog, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, if I'm trying to get into Harvard, if I'm trying to get into Yale, if I'm trying to get into MIT, mm-hmm. wherever I'm trying to go, one, I need some extra money. So I got to work <laughs> you know, at this right? coffee shop. Um, you know, I, I have to carry myself in a certain way at all times, whoever I am, you mm-hmm. know, because people are looking at me and expecting something specific out of me. Right. And so, you know, I have to live up to those expectations. Maybe my parents have certain expectations of me. And so all many, many a time we see, you know, these white kids who are like hooked on Adderall and they're hooked on, you know, all these other like drugs because it's helping them study and focus and all that stuff. And so mm-hmm. like Kevin is like, I think I'll also do that. You know what I mean? And it's a situation where it's not necessarily like, yes, black people do. We're people. Everybody, you know, every demographic has, you know, people hooked on specific drugs and doing stuff. But it's less of a, I, you know, I could be, you know, I'll, I'll research this and fact check myself after the fact. But I would say that we don't typically get hooked on the Adderalls and they're like, I don't feel like we're in that demographic of like, when you look at like the kids at Harvard or whatever, who are like, you know, really hard up on, uh, you know, getting valedictorian or whatever. And they're like, you know, focused on whatever. That doesn't seem to be something that happens in our community. It's not not as much. Definitely. Yeah. I, I would, I would, you know, obviously put it out there that, I haven't looked into this, and I also wouldn't be surprised just because it seems like that's just an unfortunate side effect of the pressure that gets put on these kids is they have to, like, mm-hmm. a million. They got to go super hard. So, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, he's he's kind of, so he's, he's, he's putting himself in these vulnerable positions because he knows the only way that I'm going to get the shot that Addison's getting just off the strength of being you know, pretentious white kid is like, I have to, I have to be valedictorian of the school. I have to do all this extra shit. The top nigga. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just to, and then in an unfortunate, you know, set of circumstances, he gets killed because of, you know, something went wrong. You know what I mean? On the, on the journey there. Right. Because like there's unfortunately a million tragic stories of whether it's, you know, like a Lynn bias or like, um, you know, situations where you, you look around at many a, a situation where there were kids from, you know, um, underprivileged backgrounds and situations and almost made it out, if not for, you know, just wrong place, wrong time, mm-hmm. you know, kind of situation. And so like that. I don't know if that's a good movie, um, but it's a I, more I, interesting film than yeah. this. <laughs> I, I, I think I would even take your movie a step further. I do like because cause I, I mean I see this for at face value. I think it's like a YA noir, right? Mm-hmm. And noir is like one of my favorite genres, if not maybe my favorite genre. Because oh, sure. noir is about um, usually a detective character who's solving murder of the week or whatever the book we're reading or whatever the movie we're watching. And the mystery ends up resolving more about the detective than it ever did about the characters he was researching or the characters yeah. that the person was researching. That's that's the trick. That's the game. 
And so in this movie, what could have been like really interesting is he's ending up, you know, trying to research what happened to Kevin, right? Shit happens the same. They have a terrible, lame conversation at the coffee shop, and then he gets blasted. And then, you know, he spends the rest of the movie trying to figure out who Kevin is, right? So, but instead of, like, finding out just simply that he wasn't the kid I thought he was, maybe he was the kid you thought he was, and more. Yeah. And what what Addison ends up revealing about Kevin reveals, like, the darkest parts of him. Because mm-hmm. he's assuming all these stereotypes about him, right? He meets yeah. Cash and he's like, oh, "Of course, he was dealing. He was dealing drugs, or like, you know, this, this couldn't have gotten. This couldn't have got better. It was only yeah. getting worse if he was hanging with him." And so, the more he gets involved with Cash, the more he gets involved with selling drugs and in a wrong place, wrong time situation. Sort of like kind of how the events in the movie play out, but like mm-hmm. actually like amp that shit up because like yeah. he's going down the rabbit hole and like he's only putting himself in more and more dangerous situations like that's the lurid dark world that you know he expected yeah and he gets it but he gets it as a result of his own inquiry not as a result of like what kevin was actually living because kevin was probably like a good kid who in you know circumstances you know he right he needed to go to yale or he needed to go to harvard he got to go to this crazy school that he's not getting a whole bunch of scholarships for so he's got to sell some some pills on the side, or he's got to, you know, maybe he had a pill addiction himself as a result of selling those pills or whatever. Like, those results we can find out, or those, those uh, reveals that he could have found out throughout the story could have been more revealing about, like, what Addison mm. thought of Kevin instead of, like, yeah. what he ends up finding out. Because this movie, all this movie posits is just, like, Oh, he ended up being the bad kid I thought he was, or I I didn't want him to be, and that's yeah. the twist. It's like, oh, and that doesn't even hit because over the course of the movie, Addison's just asking questions, asking questions, and getting nowhere. And it isn't it isn't until he like meets Decash and Noel that any of his um, worries come true. I guess in that sense, it's not until Chloe Grace Moretz, apropos of nothing. Oh, yeah. After, yeah. Af- I don't know if it's after they have sex or like something else where she's just like, all right, I guess if you're not going to stop doing this, <laughs> trying to figure <laughs> out to who, who killed that black, then I'll <laughs> give you this information that I was haphazardly given for reasons. Yeah, you know, just to move the plot forward. Because, yeah, it's just like. Because that scene I, is literally to move the plot forward. Yeah. Um, actually, it, all these scenes feel like that. Oh, they're, yeah. They feel like they're only Definitely. like somebody only comes around to like say the thing that they were missing, you know, right? Yeah. Like the pills happening, even though it's like the big twist, uh, but him finding the pills at his house or like, you know, yeah. the father revealing the pills at the house is only like, oh, wow, he did do drugs. Or maybe he was selling the drugs. We don't know. All we know is that he was in possession of them and a lot of yeah. them, right? So you're supposed to let your mind run wild. And sadly, the movie just leaves you at that, too. Yeah, this, the I, movie has no interest in giving any light or life or anything deeper than just whatever base information we need to know about Kevin to then, in turn, inform Addison's growth as 
a person, I guess. I don't know. It's really stupid. <laughs> like, there's so much of it that, like, really is just, like, the more you sit with it, it is very insulting because you're just like, yeah. the, it's the ultimate you know, kill a minority to, you know, give a a plot and a reason to this white character who then turns out to be not even just a piece of shit, but like, (laughs) just like there was never a moment where I was like, Oh, this is something bad's going to happen to Addison. Like why, why would it, why would anything bad happen to him? He's just going to continue to skate by and get, whatever it is that he's looking for i mean he he starts the movie because like you're talking about in terms of a noir right like Mm. oftentimes what happens is one you know a detective gets the shit beat out of them the worst thing that happens to addison is that black dad throws him against the wall oh man and that's about it you know i mean nobody nobody he gets shot in the arm i guess you know but that's kind of like was that's the big thing that's the big uh but it was like a fake out because it was supposed to be like oh he's dead you know like he got shot for real but it was like no he just got maybe grazed by a bullet like it didn't even look like he got shot in the arm like for real for real (laughs) so um you know but so like he's he's never really in any physical danger yeah right and then in terms of like it depends on the detective but sometimes it's like yeah like Oh no, like you, you, the case, like you were saying, is just like this is an escape, right? Like I do this kind of work because I don't want to face myself. I'm after self, yeah. Yeah, like trying to get away from something or or to avoid something. But then the case, because it's a book or, or a movie or whatever, is often like a mirror into whatever situation they're trying to escape is and then informing that, you know, part of their growth and development, right? right? It's not that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like, wow, Kevin, I, you know, I thought Kevin was going to, you know, whatever school, but like, I I went into his room and found all these rejection letters or like, I, you know, I thought Kevin was going to like, you know, do, do X, Y, and Z, or like, I thought he had a scholarship, but it turns out it was only a partial scholarship or, you know, like some kinds of things where it's just like, oh, you know, all these things that I take for granted, it was really like Kevin, like fighting for every little thing that he was getting or even, you know, trying to do too much, you know, to overcompensate right. because, you know, and here I am <laughs> just like, you know, doing, <laughs> doing whatever me. the, you know, and it's like, and they don't, they don't get into that. The movie like race really is just a table setting. It's it not so disgusting. Any kind of like actual conversation or investigation. They never, talk about the, i mean you know but it a is lot but of, it is but race, even though race is the table setting it is the driving factor for most of the characters reluctance to help addison like it's yeah. like oh he was black no he's probably a gangbanger like right. uh, or um he was definitely selling drugs all all the misgivings that everybody in the movie has about kevin uh are built on racial stereotypes, are built on the fact that yeah. he was black, he's young black kid in D.C., he was obviously up to no good. And yeah. the movie doesn't have the balls to actually investigate any of that. No. And what you're talking about, what you were just saying about, you know, the illuminations that the noir genre could have given it to it, given to it, um, right? Like, you have no character. You have no character... When all you find out about Kevin is that, yeah, he read James Baldwin in the first scene or like he was interested in 
politics and philosophy or blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then, oh, we found out he, was he did drugs and he roasted the shit out of Dcash at one time. Like, there's, get no, any, there's nothing. You don't get any flashbacks with Kevin. You're showing what kind of person he was. I don't, don't even get, need the flashbacks. I would just like something like on the wall like, oh, he played softball. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, like any, anything. No. You know, so like he literally is a plot device yeah. in order to give and not even like a plot device as like the driving force because the driving force really is addison's mom yeah and so you know like he's more of a coincidence stop (laughs) you know what i mean he's more of it's more of just like oh he's like a triggering event that reminds addison that his mom died suddenly and so now he's 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 using yeah he's using kevin's death as a coping mechanism almost like if i can solve what happened to kevin then maybe i'll get some closure on what happened to my mom so it's even not really even about kevin in particular he's more just a convenient like thing to latch on to in order for him to get over something else that's going on in his life Ew. Uh, so it's very very gross it's Uh, very gross because it reduces honestly like this is what I don't like about these kind of movies is that it just they they reduce anything that isn't white to like its base elements. Whereas like, you know, you'll hear it a million times the black experience is black and serious, right? It's real. It's there's mm-hmm. layers and nuance to everything that happens, not just in black people's lives, but any person of color. And I'm not saying that there's not the same for white people, but like these kind of movies operate in a way where any person of color or any person who is other than like the blonde haired blue eyed protagonist or protagonist girlfriends in this case mm-hmm. anything that isn't them is just so other it couldn't it, like it, it's like unfathomable outside of stereotype right like yeah. anything that if, if Kevin wasn't in a gang I wouldn't even know what how to think about a kid like that, right? James Baldwin, who is that? Oh man! Right. Like, and they always put like it's always like James Baldwin, or I was reading the autobiography of Malcolm X, or like the, the three books that black people read, right? Like, or I was reading like I know why the cage first things. Like, right? We're always doing the same three things. We're always like doing the same things. We well, last week we were we we own an urban bushwoman store or whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always something that's tangentially black but not real it's it's on the surface black but not deeply black and not lived in black so therefore like all these movies come off surface even the crickets dance where it's just like yeah that nigga worked in my office <laughs> and it just turned out i owned his family i mean even can you though, imagine like, whoa. <laughs> can you imagine if kevin was like yeah you need to read this france fanon <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he see, was like, that would have fucked me up if he was like, "You might be the wretched of the earth, my nigga." <laughs> like that really would have fucked me up. You know, that actually would have been like that would have if, if he like handed him a Franz Fanon book, that would have made me think the screenwriter at least did. Yeah, a and little like, bit, point five more than bare minimum work. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And Kevin could like David Bowie. He could fuck with Suffragette City, or right. I liked I liked ACDC Starman. growing up. Shit, I thought Aerosmith <laughs> was the shit. 
So, yeah, I mean, it's like, and that's like Addison's whole personality is like, you know, just I have a David Bowie shirt. It is so. And that's it. You know, it's just like, you're the least interesting person in this entire film. Why am I following you for an hour and 25 (laughs) minutes? Get off my screen. Oh, God damn. Um, Well, I mean, would you expect there to be a lot of research about this movie? Not really. I couldn't really find that much. But I'll tell you, the things that I did learn is that, one, like I said, the Goodreads reviews for this book, the book that this is based off of, it has a 2.5. And there's a lot of did not finish uh in this <laughs> oh, section no. a lot of people who are like i couldn't even get through it allegedly it is in the style of like a catcher in the rye type book which is a book that has not aged well and <laughs> trying to do it for a new generation probably not can i tell great. you i read catcher in the rye at 13 and i thought that was bullshit at 13 yeah like it's not a book that i think anybody's really gonna really not not People that I was mean, but people didn't love me. Well, yeah, like the wrong kind of people are going to relate to it now. Yeah, yeah. You know, In- so incels not... is what we call them. <laughs> um, and so, like in the book, it seems like Addison was like also like a drug dealer himself, or was like kind of selling weed on the side. And oh, we was, missed that part. Movie it was like, huh? um a bit more of him getting into like some shadier situations. The term November criminals, if you're interested, is Mm -hmm. a term that Hitler and the Nazi party invented to refer to the original government of Germany who signed uh, (laughs) the, you know, original accords, um, the Versailles treaties. Right. Um, You know, so like that's, that's, how they refer to them as as traitors um what mm-hmm. so that's where the title of the book comes from what take the... what you will from that God damn. <laughs> um but cameron it's time to play our favorite game mm. <laughs> see what november criminals got on all of the different uh critic sites starting with imdb what do you think november criminals has out of 10 this movie is it's boring it's regardless of like what you think of the actors in it the direction whoever wrote it it's actually like boring and bad uh critics could not have liked this well it's is imdb so it's not so as a people regular regular but it's like unavoidably bad i'm gonna have to say like i'm gonna have to say five down the middle five five point two damn see so a little bit more um but yeah i mean I, people more or less kind of agree with us you know in the sense like I, mean, I don't know if people are necessarily getting into the race element of it but they are very much so like this is barely a film mm. like these scenes are barely connecting in a way that makes sense it's kind of boring uh you know yeah. these characters are very underdeveloped you know like that kind of stuff so 5.2 on IMDb. If we go over to Rotten Tomatoes, what do you think it has there out of 100%? Critic score. Okay. Yeah. See, this is this is the real shit. Mm. If it's a 5, the critics gave it a 4. So 40%? 40, 40%. So 40, 40%. 
How about 0%? Get the fuck out. No, you're serious. Zero percent out of only eleven reviews, it wasn't widely reviewed. But every I mean, last one of them is <laughs> everybody who reviewed this movie hated it, uh, didn't like it. Yeah, Some people here. were were coming in with us where it was just like this is racist, <laughs> very much so. Like the idea that um, you know this this black kid isn't going to get justice until this white kid raises a stink about it like his family would just move on with their lives and not have any objections to their child's death um so zero percent on rotten tomatoes uh 24 percent audience score that's still bad (laughs) audience score is still usually pretty kind but that's you're not getting it there that's just rotten what about our favorite (laughs) amazon.com out of five stars what do you think this movie has yo if it's if it's at all possible this movie got i gotta say three and a half three and a half three and a half out of five that's like a 4. zero 1 on out of five get the whole fuck out of here like 4.1 out of five 569 reviews um this movie you know, is a movie i'm there's movied. there's I, you know, again, some people like one of the review titles is a racist movie that offers the appearance that it wants to prove that it's wrong to be stereotyping a race. Uh, so, you know, this person wrote a whole essay here that I'm not going to read, but Mm -hmm. there was somebody who who was very much in our viewpoint, but then there's this review (laughs) titled about friendship. The main players did a fantastic job bringing out what friendship is all about. Nigga, what? Really knowing someone is a different story and all of itself. However, he never gave up on finding out the truth. He persisted until he found out the what and the why in this killing took place. Both leads are really good. I have other movies that they play in. Check out Baby Driver. (laughs) I don't know what friendship for the movie. I don't know what friendship they're talking about because him and Kevin only on screen for but a minute Less before, than a minute. before you know they unload a clip in his face, and <laughs> the other friend that he has, he's like, so I know that we're friends. I just want to fuck you though. Fuck. I just want to bang. And yo. she's like, bet. Let's get to that. <laughs> this, honestly, that first so, like ten minutes is like confusing as fuck it's just like oh yeah it's all just gonna go it's all good it's, it's all, all good. good it's all good it's all good okay uh so what a piece of shit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? i gave this movie no stars zero percent all the well, bad reviews but we gotta we gotta get to our caucasity ranking scale three right. levels for y'all yeah starting off with the first level <laughs> shirts in the winter it's 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 here we're it's here. here. It's, it's not here. winter yet, technically. We're still in the fall, but it's we are in November. Week. It's supposed to be cold next week. You know, lows in the 30s. Um, as we've said, sure. You know, if you want to fuck around in like a mid 50s with some shorts, you know what I mean? I don't know if you run hot or whatever. Like That's, that's true. Fine. But do white people want to run hot? Is that the case? I, you know, I would have to take a poll. I yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm not. I don't want to spend any misinformation. But right, um, when it's legitimately cold outside, when you look on your phone and there's like the little snowflakes, <laughs> you know, in the in the weather app, and you've made a decision that 
not not for you not your life you're gonna go out there with your shorts on with your uh birkenstocks and all that other stuff it's still summer it's still summer to them yeah that's a choice right now is it a choice that's hurting me is it a choice that's that's dangerous in any way or offensive in any way no but i am curious i'm wondering what's happening why are you doing this what are you trying to prove right uh that's the first level cameron what's the second level second level caucasity is this movie is touching my hair so this movie it it, it wants to know about you it has questions for you wants to it's inquisitive it's curious however they didn't go about it the right way they just put a hand up in your hair didn't didn't ask didn't like you know say hey ooh, compliment you first no they, they hands already in the hair they took what they wanted it's a violence it's not necessarily like I'm not bleeding, you know. They just touched my hair, but I'm hurt. The third level for this week, um, it was oh, it man. was an election week this week, and uh, guess what was on the ballot? Slavery, slavery, <laughs> slavery in four <laughs> states. Wait, 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 wait! No, 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 no! Not only just four states, five states mm-hmm. had this on the ballot. Only four <laughs> voted to abolish slavery. Four voted to abolish slavery. And while the four did abolish it, there were people who voted against it. So yeah. there were people who were like, nah, I want to I want to run that back. Can we uh, in 2022, there were keep that going? Who found it in their hearts that they were like, you know what? This country didn't have enough of. Yeah, slavery, but that fifth state, Louisiana, Louisiana, didn't vote to abolish slavery. Here's some interesting context to that, though, because Hmm. while they didn't, you know, which is still you're kind of like, huh, interesting. Yeah. Um, One of the Democratic state representatives for the city of Baton Rouge, who was initially in support of the measure, then read a little bit closer. Right. And said that there is a provision in here that may have expanded slavery protections if it had passed right and so what (laughs) there was there was some tricky wordplay going on where slavery technically is already currently banned under the law but what they're talking about is slavery and and involuntary servitude which are kind of you know you think they are the same thing um but punish one is punishment though one is punishment for like Basically, like you could go to jail and technically be a slave of the state at right. jail. So currently, the law states that slavery and involuntary servitude are prohibited, prohibited, except in the latter case as a punishment for a crime. Right. Right. And so, what they were going to do is remove, you know, except in the latter case. So it was going to make it that there was almost, you know, like no difference between. And so, yeah. When you take out the word "latter," it would have meant that slavery and involuntary servitude are both permitted. Are both for the, dope. you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, for the law for administration of criminal justice. And so, even in a sense where it was like, yeah, abolish slavery, there was some some tricky language in there that would have made it so that you were actually hurting yourself in in ways that you didn't see. So, That's great. So, so in twenty twenty two. Niggas is still trying to figure out just it's not no slavery, which is yeah. what it should be. Just right. no slavery, period. End of quote. Yeah. We still like 
sort of slavery if under these conditions right. we're still doing that. Cameron, they call it tricknology. <laughs> well, get them pewters putin because we gotta <laughs> somebody we gotta put an end to this. <laughs> um, God damn it! So that's that's what the highest level. Which I mean, we I don't even think I have to expand upon why slavery <laughs> is bad. But Fuck. even. <laughs> that we're a still voting to abolish slavery in any way shape or form or b that we're still having these situations where they're trying to finagle the language within the law to trick us into voting for something that seems good but then on the other hand when you read a little bit deeper into it is actually doing the opposite so we got, we got some real emperor palpatines out here this is crazy i can't believe that shit. yeah that's nuts. so you know what it is cameron what do you think <laughs> November criminals has out of those three. Well, I'm just getting over to slavery in 2022 part. <laughs> um, you know what? It's it's interesting because this movie operates on the idea that like these stereotypes, and I'm not even saying that this movie's politics are literally like, oh nope, black people are just what you think. They're, they're all criminals yeah. and rapists. Blah, 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 blah. I don't, I don't think that that's what this movie is trying to do. That's not. I I'd, I'd be a fool to think that, right? But, <laughs> however, however, what it what it does do is it doesn't argue otherwise, hmm. and I and I'm not saying that everything has to be respectability politics because this is a nigga who still likes Pulp Fiction, even though like you know it does what it does. That movie does what yeah. it does. It's just we're smarter people, right? <laughs> we're just smarter people now, right? We're, it, the movies of yesteryear aren't intelligent enough for, uh, and you know, the ones that are stand out and they stick around and they prove to test the time. Mm-hmm. But like, we're smarter than that as a people, we should be more progressive than that, this as a people. So when movies like this just aren't willing to do like any of the, the work, and I'm not saying they got to be Al Sharpton and do the work. I'm just saying like, yeah. they just got to at least like, want to say something different about our expectations and about stereotypes and about how we create stereotypes in our head and how we use them to like move throughout the world. Mm -hmm. And since this movie sadly has like none of this, it's not interested in any of this and only wants to like, honestly, a movie is made to make money, right? right? Movies are made to make money. And this movie wants to make money off the back of a slain black child in the eyes of somebody who thinks that yeah they might have been up to nothing no good than what i assumed of them then this movie isn't necessarily like the worst violence towards us there's worse movies out there trust but sadly this movie isn't uh shorts in the winter because it's it, it it this movie doesn't think anything better of me mm-hmm. so sadly this movie is touching my hair it's unfortunate that a, a weak ass movie is like this is touching my hair because it's like it, the movie ain't got shit going on for it. So mm. sad, but sadly, it has enough like it doesn't care enough to do any work and to be a more interesting movie than that. So it is, yeah. Sadly, it's whack and it's fucking touching my hair. <laughs> when I finished this movie, the only thing going on in my head was, "Ugh, you ugly as fuck." You out of pocket? Yes, fair. 
fucking fair. Because this movie is I hated it. I hated watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We like both was, paid for this. We both paid for this, and it's just like I couldn't have cared less about anything that I was seeing. And just the idea that you're going to spin an entire plot and premise around a black kid dying to service the story and development of one of the worst characters we've seen in one of these movies, like just like a garbage throwaway, like absolute dumpster fire of it. Like, you know what I mean? And like one of those kids that, you know, is going to get like a fortune 500 job. You know what I mean? Like, you you know, like he's going to be no, no worries, no problems. He's not even going to think about Kevin. In ten years, Kevin's just yeah. gonna be like a blip. Him and him and uh, Phoebe are gonna be fucking on a yacht somewhere. And he's no fucking on like, an Amtrak train. <laughs> <laughs> on the Excella somewhere. They, they gonna like, fuck on the Excella next to Joe Biden. <laughs> like that's it. You know that's that's what he amounts to in this world is is the impetus for this white kid to figure his shit out. And also at the same time prove every conceivable stereotype about him along the way. So like, it's abolishing slavery in 2022 for me, dog. This got to yeah. get the third level because I just can't okay. wrap my mind around a somebody writing a book like that. Yeah, and then b somebody saying, you know what, I want to make that into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You know, you know what? You're not wrong, and that's that's fair and earned. That's that's deserved. This movie is some bullshit. It is the most bullshit. And <laughs> like, when you think about what it is, right, for black actors in Hollywood, and like what it is for, just you know, again, like we talk about all the time, you know, whatever this movie costs to make, you could have made not even just something better. But like employed some of these people who I mean, the kid who plays Kevin, I don't know if he's a good actor or not, because you literally only see him for one scene uh, and it's like the least amount of time. But like, can he get some better work? I'm about to look up his IMDb right now as we wrap up because I'm hoping let's do that because like he, he got he deserved, he's yeah. I don't I honestly can't tell his acting prowess. You're right. Yeah. The movie doesn't give him enough time, but but yeah, it's just like one of those one of those movies that as as harmless as it is in the sense of like this isn't gonna be seen by a lot of <laughs> by people, people. You know what I mean? Like it's not a danger in the way that say The Help or other movies are, where it's like oh this was Oscar nominated and like people ran to go and see this movie. It's Maybe still working. one of these films that like got produced like it costs money to make a movie like it costs money they hired known actors you know what i mean and like we're doing this in a way that i think they i don't know if they intended to make money money but like there definitely was an intention that this was going to be a thing like they weren't just doing this for fun so like the idea that this movie was as just like full of shit as it was and really just thrown together in a way that was like 
I don't know, dog. It it just it just was insulting to me on so many levels. So yeah. I got to give it the ultimate. Um, I'm looking at Jared okay. Kemp. Jared Kemp is Kevin yeah. uh, in this movie, and let's see. I mean, after after this November Criminals, he was on Blue Bloods. Um, looks like he's done a few films. He was in Godfather of Harlem. He was in Luke Cage. Uh, he yep. was young, young striker. Yep. In Luke Cage. So you know he's gotten so he's got so he was in the Purge election year. Yeah. He's got some credits. Shout out, shout out to Jared Kemp. Yeah. I, you know, again, apropos of nothing, I'm just gonna have to give you <laughs> just for being in this movie, dog. <laughs> yeah. You you didn't have to do this, and you know you did imbue Kevin with like the little bit of charm that they wanted for the scene but honestly yeah. like we recognize you, you we we recognize you doing the work and yeah. as a young actor who is also in your place i understand how tough it'd be so you know what i would have been kevin right <laughs> like if they if they said hey you kevin for like five thousand dollars i would have been like shit yeah I'm kevin. yeah damn my god i can't believe i died that's crazy <laughs> Well, my job is done. <laughs> <laughs> well, go to hit that old Amtrak back to New York City yeah, now. Pick up, pick up your little uh, hobo knapsack and <laughs> shuffle up my, my bindle, <laughs> my bindle, and say adios, guys. <laughs> you just, just, uh, oh, oh man, God. that's I was about to go down the track that maybe we should. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> But shout out, oh, shout out like, Jared Kemp. You, you did your thing, man. Yeah, I was about to say, what's the black equivalent of Mary Poppins' umbrella? And then you just like... <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. What is, what is the uh, black equivalent of the umbrella? Um, and like a North Face jacket. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, it's like a puffy North Face jacket. You just like throw that thing over and you just like elevate. You click your Tims three times. You click your Tims. You click your Tims, definitely. And you just keep on walking. Yeah. Keep on walking. Well, that's it for us. <laughs> Yo, what a, what a ride. What a ride. What a ride. Uh, Cameron, tell everybody what you got going on and where they can find you next. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TheBlipster1138. Um, yeah, follow me for the foolishness. Well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JRSosa18, JRSA18. And I have comics coming out. I've got yeah, Sonia coming out in December. Um, I've got some other projects that I'm working on that I'll be able to talk about and announce more soon, hopefully. But things are, are coming. Um, also coming soon is our Wakanda Forever. Uh, yep. Actually, content. it comes out. To, the movie comes out tonight. The as we comes record out tonight. this. Yeah, I'm well, seeing it tomorrow. I know we're trying to get tickets now, so uh, yeah. I don't know how that's working. But we work will, by next week, yeah. I will have seen Wakanda forever. Um, but we're going to try to have more than one conversation. I feel like yeah. you know, there's there's obviously stuff to talk about with the movie itself, but then a lot of really interesting things I think we could talk about in terms of um, you know the influence of Afrofuturism on you know this film and other films, and mm-hmm. also just like the history of Black Panther as a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, just talking about you know some more more things about how you know black superheroes are are seen and portrayed in film uh and kind of what the future of all that is going to be so we're gonna we're gonna try to have some 
well-rounded and and uh interesting conversation surrounding the film you know hopefully something fun but also you know give you a little something to think about as well too yeah yeah so look out for that um if you want to get in touch with us you can reach us at white underscore pod on twitter again i don't know i don't know what mastodon is i don't know what some of these other things are you know i mean like we are we are here for now but maybe not for long (laughs) uh so you know a good time but not a long time it looked like we're gonna we're gonna ride it until the wheels come off uh but until elon we'll, takes the wheels from us I yeah guess. we'll we'll continue to see what the waters look like but we are there for now so yep. you know check us out and then if you want to reach us the most reliable way you know is always going to be the email white people won't save you pod at gmail.com so reach out to us there we'd love to hear from you rate review do all that cool stuff you do for the show we appreciate everybody who's done that for us so far And we'll be back next week with some more Caucasity. Peace. Peace. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved.